service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Listen live for weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! Wins for the big two at the weekend. 34 games unbeaten. Celtic 3-1 victory at Ross County. Rangers a 2-0 win over Kilmarnock. And that scoreline after 90 minutes would take their Champions League qualifier into extra time tomorrow night. Roy, the Rovers appeared well in the shape of Martin Boyle yesterday and in a way too it was Alfredo Morelos for Rangers, Barry, on Saturday. Yeah, it had a major effect on the game. Rangers were 1-0 up at that stage. Um, they were pretty comfy, to be honest with you, but when Morelos entered the field, the, the stadium erupted and it had a, a major effect on the game. Obviously, getting his goal, look, he's, I've seen him fitter looking, but listen, you've got to remember he's been out since March. But just to have Morelos back in the squad and getting a bit of minutes on the pitch will be a major boost for Rangers and... Hopefully we'll see him on Tuesday night. We're going to hear from GVB in a moment or two. He's been training today. So too has Ryan Kent, who didn't appear at the weekend. Mark, champion Celtic, 34 league games unbeaten. Yeah, and uh, you know a scare getting you know Ross County getting back mm. to one one. So I think we said in the program on, on on Friday night, Paul, if you're going to win titles, if Celtic's going to retain your championship, then you've got to go to places like Dingwall and win. You know Malcolm McKay's team have played well in two games, but they've not got any points to show for it. But Celtic had to to really dig it out and once again Jota uh, playing a major part and Kyogo and getting off the mark as well um, with an important goal Jota man of the match Barry he's uh, he's a bit special isn't he? Yeah he is I mean he was a difference a, a lot of people went on about um, Kyogo certainly in the forward areas and Abada and rightly so because he had really good seasons but for me when he's on it he was a difference in games and it showed up in Dingwall which is a tough place to go um, Mark Wright, Ross County played well they were in the mm. game they got back in the game but when Jot is in that type of form he, he's hard to stop um, and I think that's three assists and, and one goal two games into the, the domestic season so he looks if he's um, in a good place just now he's settled he signed a long term contract and I think that was a, a major bit of business from Celtic Monday evening I think we're in pretty good form guys for the new oh, week aye. it's going to yep. be some week isn't it it's huge tomorrow night Paul. well that's oh. it we went first there on Rangers because of the game tomorrow night but for Celtic 2 we're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu after the game we'll hear from GVB his post-match interview with Sky and then today he's been talking about uh, let, in fact let's go there first of all let's hear about Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos yeah well Ryan had uh, today he did um, some parts of the, the training he, he joined us so we have to assess him tomorrow uh, if he's uh, fit enough to uh, to start or even get minutes tomorrow. And Morelos, of course, has been uh, a little bit longer with us training. Had also had his first game uh, on Saturday, first minutes again for the season. 
yeah, he's there to uh, to take part in the game. Uh, if it's from the start, you know, we just also have to assess him tomorrow. But uh, you know, once we uh, once once the whistle goes, we are uh, we are ready. Barry, he turned to some of the experienced players. You said on Friday, Stephen Davis will play, and he did. What are you feeling for tomorrow? Because this is a forty million pound game. Yeah, he'll play again. Right, he, he was immense in the middle of the pitch. Um, Tillman was was good as well. There was a, a lot of good performances, but for me. Stephen Davis was a standout, just brings a real calmness um, and real quality of the Rangers team. Just keeps things simple. And I think that's the reason why Jules brought him in, because I think there was a bit of nervousness there since the, the game on Tuesday. I know the, the, the fans would have been light, they would have been demanding um, on Saturday at Ibrooks. And to have a player of his quality come in, he, he showed it. And for me, he was a standout player um, on the day. And, and for me, he's a certain starter on Tuesday night. Ryan Kent, what's your sense of it? If he comes it? through, listen, he's not trained. You've just heard Gio there, his first session of the day. They just need to hopefully, he wakes up in the morning and he's okay. Um, and if he is okay, he, he'll he'll play. Um, no doubt about it. Morelos, I'm 50-50 whether he, he will start him. I think he, he'll go with Cholak um, to start the game. But having Morelos on the bench if things aren't going great or even if Rangers are one up they need another goal to bring him on the last half hour because um, you've seen the difference that he also made just wasn't his presence on the pitch it was the atmosphere round about the place mm. that he created with, with him coming on and it just showed you what the Rangers fans think of Morelos he's a, he's a hero there um, and it's just a matter of time before he's up to um, sharpness I'm sure the manager will be desperate to get him as sharp as possible because both Morelos and, and Ryan Kent are major players for Rangers. What about the Barnet? He changed the hairstyle or changed the colour. It was a bit like Gaza, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I remember back in the days when Gaza um, done that. Yeah, he's had a few dodgy haircuts oh. <laughs> um, in his time. But look, just to have his presence back um, was was great for the, the Rangers supporters. And I'm sure Gio will be absolutely delighted that he's now back in the, the frame to, to start. It was some comeback. Here's the manager. Well, it's very important for, for all of us. I mean, it's been uh, five months ago that, since he last played a game for Rangers, so that's, that's a really long time. You, you forget that sometimes, but, you know, he worked hard to be on the pitch today and he will get stronger and stronger each game he's, he's involved. So I'm really pleased with his, uh, with his first minutes. You also saw the reception of the fans, so it, it means a lot for all of us that he's, uh, he's in the squad at the moment. Because, Mark, it's a lot for Cholak, isn't it? He's not... He's not a Morelis. No, but I think Cholak will start tomorrow night. And, and the fact that he's got a goal um, as, as well, yeah. Paul, you know, that, that'll give him a lift. And, and I think, you know, it is too big an ask, I would say, for Morelos after five months, you know, get, getting 20 minutes on Saturday was great. I think that's what I, I have a feeling tomorrow night could go to extra time, Paul. So you're looking at, you know, getting longer out of um, Morelos. So I would certainly start uh, with Cholak, all things considered. Um, and then Morelos is a, is a terrific option. Uh, to have on uh, the bench because you know we could see it on Saturday he comes on and lights the place up gives the fans a lift gives his teammates a lift and gets a goal that secures the points and takes any doubt away as to the destination of three points because he's only one down Kelly always still uh, would have a chance and I'm sure Derek would have had a goal the sort of last 10 minutes but when it's two goals uh, and that makes all the difference but um, interesting, I'm interested in Barry's point about Steve Davis being a certain starter and who plays beside him Barry because there's three or four Options for the manager? Yeah, it looks like... I, I think Davo's got to start, Matt. He's got to start for me. I, I just proved with that 90 minutes performance mm. there. And, and as I said, I, the reason why I thought he would start on Saturday is because 
obviously there was a bit of criticism after the game and you need that experience and know-how and that he's got that all day long. As I said, he, he just calmed everything down. Even when Rangers were struggling to get through Kilmarnock, he was the one that would go and take the ball and, and make sure everything was, was okay. For me, certain starter, sorry, alongside Lundstrom. Lindstrom there. Yep. And yep. then, do you play Tillman? Because Ryan Kent might come in on that left-hand side. Me, I'd go Scott Arfield. Yeah. Because you mentioned him on Friday. Or even Scott Arfield on the, in the right. Yep. And Tillman, who they can interchange with each other. But that that's my opinion. I, I think you've got to go with a bit of know-how and a bit of experience. But for me, in terms of Stephen Davis, he has to play. Rangers fans, what do you think? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Call Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney. Uh, you can text us, go plus your message to 87474. 74, and we're on the socials, as you know, at Go Football Show. At the weekend, Aberdeen 4 1 against St Mirren. Great one for Aberdeen. Uh, it's a worry for Saints. Motherwell, it was 1 1 until right at the end. Stevie May got the victory for St Johnson at Motherwell. No manager, and Stephen O'Donnell saying we need players yeah. before we need a new manager. Yeah, I felt that was strange. First and foremost, they need to get a new manager and then make the signings. That's the important thing that Muddle need to really get something sorted, I believe, this this week. Um, that The fans are becoming a, a bit frustrated. Whether they give it to Steve Hamill or no, that's another another question. He has got experience of coaching. He knows the club inside out. They just need to settle on who they're going to go for, try and get him in as quickly as possible and then let the manager bring his own players in but Mark you saw Motherwell at the weekend they need players yeah yeah. they, you know, they, were, they were fragile Paul you could yeah. see that the, the fans have to get a lot of patience um, at the moment you know just you know, soon there was one or two mistakes and the fans made their, their feelings known which, which is, is understandable but, it, but it's not um, beneficial for the players um, on the part yet they, they, you know, they dug in to get a, a stoppage time equaliser but then you know, they, they didn't defend well enough um, at a corner kick and, um, you know, Stevie May get, get the winning goal for St. Johnson. I think St. Johnson deserved um, the points. But I think Stevie Hamill would be would get the players' vote um, for, for the job just now. And, and you look around, is there an outstanding candidate, you know, out with the club? So maybe they might just, you know, decide to promote um, from within, give Stevie a crack at it. He knows the players, he knows the club. Um, financially as well, you know, it, it might just make sense um, just now. So um, we'll wait and see. And I think the one thing about the Motherwell supporters, you know, that you know Stevie Hamill is a club legend, and I think they would give him time and, and patience, and, and he would have three weeks to go and sort of shape the squad. I don't think he's going to bring in eight or nine players, but certainly he'd need to bring in three or four. And I think you know, with had Stephen on the program, that the Motherwell yep. fan, Barry, you've seen them, Paul. They said that they're lacking a bit of creativity. They need to go and find somebody that's going to create opportunities in the final third. I just think they need leadership now and they need to decide on a manager. And I'm with Mark. Give him the job, Steve Hamill. He's done his apprenticeship. He's done, I think, four or five years now. He's been a coach. He knows he knows the, the club inside it. He knows the expectations. And the big thing, with Mark saying that the, the fans are getting frustrated... 100% they would get behind Stevie Hamill. He's got three three or so weeks left in the transfer window. That's plenty enough time to bring in three or four players and stamp his authority on the team. So even after a, a, a bad defeat for them at the weekend, I still believe that he's got to be given the, a chance. And I really honestly believe that he would do a good job, Stevie Hamill. 
Then on Sunday, Hibs and Hearts 1-1. We're going to talk about that in a few moments. And then Livy winning 1-0 at Dundee United. But on Saturday, it was the champion Celtic up at Dingwall. Um, they left it late the last time in December. It wasn't quite as late this time, but 3-1 win. The manager, very pleased. Yeah, really pleased. Um, we know it's a difficult place to come to. Um, today was windy as well, which adds another element to it because that affects uh, how you play your football, uh, control the game pretty much the whole time. And, you know, we didn't get a goal, but I just felt really comfortable that first half with the football we were playing. We had good chances and, uh, you know, then we scored, but that's the nature of football. They went up once from a corner and scored. And again, it was a test of how we'd react to that. And I just thought the, the boys reacted brilliantly. You know, we just stayed on task and kept playing our football. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a really strong performance in, in a challenging place. Barry, you were watching a few games, you know, over the weekend, keeping up to date with everything. What did you think of Celtic? Yeah, I think they deserve to win, um, no doubt about it. But look, we all know how difficult a place Dingwall is yeah. to go. You heard um, Foster Coglu saying about the wind. I, I want to say it was blowing a gale. <laughs> there was a bit of a breeze. Um, but I felt at the stage when it was one each, it was a, just a matter of time before Celtic did score because they've got that quality in the, in the final third. Um, and their, their, their new signing, Jens, coming yep. up for a corner. Great finish with the, the header. Then Abada, obviously, with another great finish and finishing it off. But I, I think in the end, and overall, Celtic did deserve to get the three points. It was a special goal, wasn't it, with Abada? And of course, Jota playing such a big part. Yeah, th three assists. And I think, too, you've got to mention Joe Hart's save. Um, yep. You know, left-hand side, strong, strong arm, strong hand and to keep, it, to, to keep it out. And then, you know, just get, getting down onto the, the rebound before it spilled any further. But, you know, again, as we've said... You know, if, you, if you're going to win titles too, you need good goalkeepers, you need goalkeepers to make saves at important times. And once again, when called upon, Joe Hart stepped up to the mark. Second goal, of course, from a new signing, Maurice Jens. Maurice Jens comes in and, and I thought he had a great game and scored a goal. Yell comes in and scores a goal. Uh, Jacko comes in. I mean, we, we, we're really big on making sure that, you know, we have a really strong environment for everybody. We work with everybody every day and uh, it's the level of our training that allows us to produce performances like that and we can only do that if everyone's engaged. And they'll know they'll get opportunities. Um, you know, this early period, obviously, we've only got a game, game a week, but once we get to the end of this month, uh, the games become thick and fast and, you know, they all want to be ready for that. They all want to contribute and... Uh, Again, credit to them that they did. Should we be surprised, guys, that there's only two teams in the top two divisions that are uh, maximum points? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, we can expect them to win most weeks, but I think, you know, if we're doing our predictions on a Saturday night, you know, nine weeks out of ten, we'd be picking Celtic and Rangers um, to win. You might have a wee feeling one, like, oh, they're away from home somewhere, it could be tricky, that, you know, they might get a draw or whatever. Um, but no, over the piece, um, I think it's not... Uh, a huge surprise but they will drop points obviously they will you know it'll come and it'll come and maybe we, we, we least um, expect it and, and just on positive Coglu's interview they were interested in Paul what he's saying they want to keep everybody involved keep everybody engaged so that they're ready for when we get go to two games a week next month so you're looking at Stephen Wells last week plays with Carter Vickers gets a goal Jens comes in plays with Carter Vickers gets a goal now the only one he's given Ralston minutes and boys but he's kept with Juranovic um, and Taylor but He's mixed it up a bit. Jackie Mack is coming on, getting minutes. So um, Turnbull getting a start. So he's he is mixed. Obviously, Hatati was injured, but um, you can see what, what what he's doing. You know, he's probably got 15, 16 players for the ten outfield positions that he wants to keep engaged. Is a word that he used as, as often as possible. Because he said, Barry, I'm not here to keep the players happy, but everyone's engaged. That everyone knows they're going to play a part. But you look at the changes he made with Turnbull coming. Is he going to weaken the Celtic team? 
We spoke about what it last think? week. No, no. I, I said that. He's good enough for me to play in the, the starting 11 and then again, you go back to who come off the bench. Jackie Marcus, Abada and Moy. There's yeah. three really good players that you could argue could get in the, the, the starting 11. So that's, I think both Rangers and Celtics, see if their attitude's spot on and they're at it, you're not going to play well every single week, but mm. if they're at it and their attitude's good, they should be one. They're too strong for everybody else, in my opinion. Celtic have been linked with the Marseille striker, Bamba Dieng. 22-year-old forward linked with a Premier League move to the likes of maybe Leeds and Newcastle. Didn't happen. Well, we'll watch for that in the next few days. How many? 24 days to go on the window. Um, and earlier, uh, there were rumours of uh, Ross Barkley being on Celtic's radar over the weekend. Apparently not true, but we'll talk about that in a second or two. And Celtic coach John Kennedy is on the radar of FC Midland as their new coach. Barry, um, which one would we take? Ross Barkley. We were talking about him just beforehand. Yes, yeah. quality player. Yeah. Um, when when I seen, it's only rumours. I, I seen him um, early this afternoon. If they're true, you're getting a, a guy who's played at the highest level, and you see the ability he's got. You see what he done at Everton. Got his big move to Chelsea, and when he has played with Chelsea, he, he showed mm. that he's more than capable of playing there. So if there's any truth in the rumour, I'm sure that will get. The Celtic fans excited because for me he's a top quality midfielder. The word at the moment is no, it's not true. But All you right never, then. But you know, <laughs> you, listen, you never know. And the, he keeps saying there will be a couple of more. There'll be more signings. He says we're alive to signings. What about John Kennedy? Um, do you think with Harry Kuehl in now, this is a chance for him to go to a decent club with a decent European record for John Kennedy? I think it's that it's all down to John Kennedy. Um, Paul, I'm sure that if, if John Kennedy wanted to leave Celtic, he could go and get a managerial job. He's, he's not going to leave to go and be an assistant somewhere. He's going to leave to be his own man. Um, you know, He's never really come out in public and, and said that he's got a desire to do that yet. So... Maybe at the moment he's still happy being part of a, a backroom setup. Um, I don't know, but if, if he declares or, or privately his his agents, his representatives are, are doing it, then I'm no doubt that 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 um, that John Kennedy uh, would have offered would have offers because he he is highly regarded. But um, I don't know if he wants to become his own man right at this moment in time. Um, it's not as I say, it's not something he's gone public um, about, but he certainly has the ability to go and do it. Barry would be a big step for him but also an opportunity yeah but only John will know whether it's the, the right time or not he's um, for me he's he's got a safe job in there I think Celtic trust him um, in the future could I see John Kennedy being a, a Celtic manager yeah 100% because the, the word in the street is he's very good on the training ground he knows the game inside out obviously his career ended sadly um, far too early far too yep. early yep um, but listen it's, it's up to John I agree with Mark that Hibs in the past have been linked and if he shows um, a desire to be a manager um, I'm sure a few clubs would certainly look at him We'll look at your predictions from the weekend and also Duncan who was on on Friday night to see if he's getting the £300 on top of the 100 he got on Friday and also Barry you're going to give us your team for tomorrow night for the Rangers team in the next yeah. Half an hour or so. Let's see what, how you think they'll start and how you think, Giovanni. You too, Mark. Let's do that. Go Radio, next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go. Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney. This time tomorrow night, John Hartson will be here uh, along with 
Stephen Cragen, that's tomorrow night between five and seven. Looking forward to that Go Radio Football show. Predictions from uh, over the weekend. How do you think you did, Mark? Do you, don't give us all of them just now. Have you got six out of six? That's all no, we need to know no, just now. No, 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 I didn't. I think yeah. maybe three possibly. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> three, possibly four. I think three. I think three. Out of six. Okay. Oh, I think. Yeah. Let Shaban go first. <laughs> I know I hit. No, I hit that too soon. <laughs> Barry put you in the spot as well. We'll find out how it went at the weekend. Yeah, because we were telling you the scores earlier, and then yesterday at lunchtime, Hibs against Hearts. When was the last to finish in a derby like that? It was a bit special, wasn't it? I mean, the Hearts will be gutted. Lawrence Shanklin getting a goal early on, but Martin Boyle, what a comeback! Yeah, unbelievable comeback. But first and foremost, I thought. Hearts were miles the better team um, on the day but again similar to what happened the impact that Morelos made for Rangers it was the same when Martin Boyle came on the place absolutely erupted and you can see the difference um, he brings um, not just his pace but he's he's a real threat on goal um, Martin Boyle and he scored the last kick of the ball so um, a dream return for Martin Boyle but Robbie Nielsen will be absolute devastated because I thought in general Hearts were, were um, in control of the game I think in time Shanklin and Boyce up top will be a real threat going forward with Barry Mackay just floating about that kind of free roll um, but look, I'm really impressed with Hearts More about that coming shortly So we're with Clyde Built Home Improvements This is your chance to win well, another 300 it could be for Duncan if he got it right. He got 100 for coming on on Friday night. 300 today. If he doesn't get it, he goes up to 450 this time next week. Duncan, good evening. Hiya. How's your weekend? Oh, not bad, not bad. You'd be, ha- you'd be happy about your own team? Rangers winning 2-0 against Kilmarnock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. fairly comfortable? Yeah, it seems like they seem comfortable enough, yeah. Yeah. And you got Celtic right as well. 3-1 win up there at uh, Ross County so no surprise are you surprised that they're the only two in the top two divisions that have won both games strange isn't it six points yeah that's quite strange yeah so Aberdeen against St Mirren I'm just looking you went for Aberdeen so it was 4-1 Aberdeen so Barry that's good who did you go for Aberdeen Aberdeen yep and Mark Aberdeen Aberdeen not your old club St Mirren former no. St Mirren goalkeeper here <laughs> played with distinction <laughs> for 20 minutes <laughs> Stop, steady <laughs> steady did you, did you know he played for St Mirren Duncan no, I don't know that. No, no, no. he likes getting out of the I played for nobody. You, know I mean? you were a tricky winger. I got you? a trial for <laughs> Blantyre Vixen. It was a trial, and that was it. Right, four-one um, for Aberdeen. So, so far, you're on to the money. You got Rangers right. You got Celtic right, and then Motherwell against St Johnson. Do you remember what you went for? Yeah, I went for nothing each score. I know, which had written all over it, didn't it? But it got three goals. What did you go for? You went, went for, for St. Johnston, St. Johnston. 1-0. So you did. Because yeah, yeah. we had the smelling salts for you. We thought, what's he doing with St. Johnson? <laughs> <Yeah>. You said, <laughs> where's the goal coming from? <laughs> <laughs> it, was fair, it, was fair, it was a fair point. It so, was a fair so point. So you got it right. What a result Great for result St. For St. Johnson. Yeah. The Motherwell fans are gutted here. Barry, what did you think? I went for Motherwell. You did? Yeah, yeah, I did. So I'm afraid you're not going to get the money then, Duncan. And then yesterday, so Hibs Hearts, Duncan, your shout was? 2-1 Hearts you thought the Hearts were going to do it Barry yeah I went for Hearts mm-hmm. as well and um, they look good for the the, the win um, as I said I, th- I thought they dominated the, the, the full game they were the team that always were on the, the, the front foot and as I said I think Robbie will be he'll be disappointed and um, uh, going away for Easter Road with just a point 
Mark? Yeah, I, I went for Hearts um, as well, so I called it wrong, but I agree. You know, Hearts really should have had the points in the bag. They should have had it sewn up. But again, we spoke about them on Friday night. Ball, big moments, big save. David Marshall kept the score at 1-0. A really, really crucial save in the second half and that gave his team a, you know, a platform he's still be in the game and then for Martin Boyle to get the leveller it was great to see those two in the tunnel beforehand wasn't it yeah, it, was it was a bit long mind you <laughs> <laughs> do you notice that went on and on and on because they nodded to each other and they bumped hands did you see that did you watch it Duncan uh, no I didn't see the game no uh-huh. well, I went on holiday and came back and they were still there <laughs> but um, it was great to see those two keepers yeah, together two quality but, goalkeepers and listen ex-teammates and the, the national team yep. they go back a long long way mm-hmm. um, but as I said it's great for our game that both of the keepers are, are playing in your league mm-hmm. Craig Gordon 39 David Marshall 36 there's still another few years left in mm-hmm. both of them but the other headline, Mark, which we don't want to see, was the the lighter thrown at Alec Cochran yeah. and then the chips and all the rest of it. But, yeah. I mean, come on. It's not pleasant. No, it's not pleasant. And there's no place for it, you know. And, and we've got CCTV now, they're, they're stewarding, there's, there's obviously a, a big uh, police presence as well. So you'd think that these people um, can be uh, identified. You know, we had a spell of it uh, at a lot of our grounds, maybe three or four years ago, it became, you know, a, a, a real sort of commonplace uh, occurrence you know with coins and different things being thrown I think you know Easter Road and, and Tynecastle and, and um, you know all a number of grounds around the country so listen there's no need for it it was a good game of football Hibs got the last minute uh, equaliser there was plenty of drama but you've got to behave go yeah. to the game support your team and behave surely it's not too much to ask for yeah they've got CCTV look them name them and ban them because as I said, it was a um, it was a real good game for yeah. me mm. watching it, and you just don't like to see that. Mm. Listen, players have got to be safe on the pitch, and what's the point of throwing lighters sure. and chips and yeah. all that sort of stuff? I don't mm. like seeing it, so I'm sure Hibs um, will be strong on it. They'll look through it, and um, if they they get them, that I'm I'm sure they'll ban them. And then the other game later in the afternoon, Dundee United high on a high after AZ Alkmaar the win on Thursday. But they lost 1-0 at home to Livy, Montano. What was your scoreline on that, Duncan? What did you think? Uh, I, I, I picked Dundee United 1-2-1, I think. You did. You had Dundee United, so it didn't quite do it. Mark, what did you I reckon? I think I had one each. I think you had the draw. Yep. Mm-hmm. Barry? I had one each. He changed and he went to Dundee United. So he did, that's oh, right. I'm <laughs> well, sorry, I went 1-0. I go 1-0 Dundee United? No, I can't remember. Yeah. I but did, anyway, yeah, I had a yeah, draw, then uh, you talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> I went for United. That's it's, it's always the same, like, done United and Thursday night, let's be honest, they were brilliant. Uh, they were, weren't they? So yeah. it's that, that one. Um, it's tough on smaller squads. I mean, I'm sure Jack will want, he had a few more signings to, to make it a bit bigger. Um, but again, I, I said to you, Livingston, yeah. I was impressed mm-hmm. with him when I went to watch the Rangers-Livingston game, certainly defensively, and um, they've got some good players, Livingston, so... I wasn't overly surprised that they went up there and, and took the three points. Yep. Duncan, it's all about tomorrow night now for you and for Rangers. Yep. Uh, we heard GVB earlier on. Uh, let's hear a wee bit more from the manager. This was his reaction uh, to getting the three points. He spoke to Sky after the 2-0 win over Kilmarnock. First of all, pleased with, with the win, the three points. I think that's very important for us. Every week we play uh, in the league. And today we started really well. Tried to create and, and tried to get the first goal as, as quickly as possible. I think in the first five, six minutes we had some chances to do so. But after that, you know, we saw Kilmarnock defending really deep with a lot of passion, with, which makes it difficult to uh, to create any clear chances. You know, if you don't score early, you, you have to invest 
in, in your in your play to get more pace and chances in the second half. We knew that that they couldn't cope with it for the whole 90 minutes. In the second half, you saw the space coming, getting bigger. So uh, then we got more chances to score, which we did eventually two times, and uh, you know managed to uh, to add a clean sheet, which is also also important. In the end, happy with uh, with three uh, three points again. Barry, do you agree with your old teammate that summary of the game? Yeah, they, listen, you, you know teams are going to come and, and sit back and <clears throat> try and frustrate you. Um, you could see that straight away when I was watching the game. That, that was Derek's game plan, to try and go as long as possible. And then um, maybe in the last 10 or 15 minutes have a wee go, but <clears throat> Rangers showed a, a good bit of patience. That comes down to one guy, and I'll go back to it, Stephen Davis, <laughs> and they're just bringing a real calmness. When fans start to get a wee bit on edge a wee bit you know what I mean they're only one nothing up and it's a dangerous score line but he brings as I said he, he brings real quality to it And but do you know what it was just a matter of time and obviously with the, the changes getting made and Morelos coming on it was it was a stick on that he mm. was going to get that goal See on Stephen Davis do you think Gio right we know Stephen Davis is getting older what 37 now it does, it, it, Listen it doesn't matter in, but, in terms of his age sure. you look at the condition that he's in you look at the, the he trains every single Session probably he's, he's very rarely injured. So why has he not played him so much? He didn't play him much at the end of last season. Yeah, either. look, that's one that you would need to ask the manager. For me, I think Stephen Davis has still got everything in the locker. He's, I mean, don't take away. He's, he's a quality player. We all know that. And some people, I think, get too invested in the age. Oh, yeah, he's thirty-seven. Oh, he's, yep. he's too old. A piece the, of nonsense. It is, mm-hmm. it is. He looks clearly looks after himself, Stephen Davis. So, and it just showed. Yesterday, sorry, on Saturday, when I was sitting down watching the game, the difference in, in there with Stephen Davis. Look, Ryan Jack and Lundstrom have been brilliant. I just think when it comes to pressure situations, having Stephen Davis in the centre of the pitch, I think will make a difference. Mark, and I wasn't saying about his age, I just think, mm. you know, when you come in as the new manager, you look at it and you look at ages and things, and, yeah. you know, they want to make a change, I know that. But, you know, I listened to you last season, this season as well, Stephen Davis is a class act. Yeah, Paul, they're... they're 90 minutes away from getting out of the Champions League yeah. at the moment they're out you know for the second summer in a row so you know you, you just look at the quality and what you can bring and you know the word that Barry has used a number of times tonight to, de- to describe it is, is a calmness that he brings so that they will all be on edge tomorrow night from the stands to the manager onto the pitch naturally so you said that Paul at the top of the show it's a 40 million quid yeah. game mm-hmm. 40 million pounds Riding on this to get into the next stage to play either PSV or Monaco. So when Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is assessing it, and I have to say I don't think Stephen Davis is his as his first pick. I mean the evidence is there. You go back to, to last season a number of times that, that he didn't play him. But tomorrow night, this is Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's biggest game as, as as a Rangers manager. He's already the European final as a Rangers manager. Now he's got a game where you know they've got to go and win by two clear goals, and Stephen Davis can just control the middle of the pack. There'll be a bit of anxiety with some of the other players, ones that are not as experienced. He'll just calm them down because what he does, Paul, which is so important at nights tomorrow night, he keeps the ball. He just keeps possession for it. He reads the game, he gets into good possessions and he can help start attacking. He's not going to be bombing forward and penetrating the, the back four of, of Union, but he'll allow others to do that. And he'll just give that protection to whether it's Goldson and Sands or Goldson and Lundstrom or Goldson Davis, however it's going to be, he'll give them that protection uh, as well so I didn't see the full 90 minutes only seen the highlights on, on Saturday so it's hard for me to judge how well Davis plays but I know what light he's got and if Barry's telling me he was different class on Saturday then he was different class. I'd, be, I'd be 
very surprised if the manager doesn't start with him tomorrow night because he's calm and he keeps possession and he can help build attacks. It's a pressure situation tomorrow night. Rangers know what they need to do. The fans will be going there in their numbers with demands and expectations put on them and that's where you need... If it starts off first 10, 15, 20 minutes, there's nothing really in the game. The crowd, you know what it's like. They get a wee bit impatient. Yeah. That's where you need a bit of experience. And I think he'll go with the experience. Um, players who have been through the course before, who know the situations that arises in big games when things maybe don't go to plan. But I fully expect Rangers to come flying out the traps. I've heard people say, no, they need to be a bit cagey and watch. No, they need to go and win the game with more than three goals. Mm -hmm to get through and I think be attack minded but also have that security here the experience the guys like Davis and the team Duncan what do you reckon tomorrow night? Uh, well, I think it may be a bit of an uphill struggle but if uh, Morelos and Kent hopefully back mm -hmm. at night help us get through 2-0 and then extra time because yeah, the place Listen, would be rocking by then wouldn't I, it I've just taken through Yeah, whether sure. it's extra mm -hmm. time or not I couldn't care less Rangers just need, just need to make sure they're in the next round against either PSV yeah. or, or Monaco and Mark made a point on Friday night that I, I didn't even know five, five million pound yeah. for this game just to win it you know to get through just I know. to get through yeah. five million like, right, it's not just about they've still got another game yeah. but they need to mm -hmm. throw everything at Union mm -hmm. SG tomorrow night and make sure they get through whether that's playing rubbish and just making sure they, they get through or playing brilliant scoring loads of goals who cares just make sure you get through it's huge I and mean, your fellow columnist yeah. uh, Keith Jackson is saying um, you know this is absolutely massive it's a moment of opportunity but also a dangerous moment as well and, and Simon Jordan this morning was saying about the Gulf with Celtic financially if Rangers lose out on this it, it's you know they could do well in the Europa League again but the Gulf would still be 25 to 30 million if you don't get the Champions League money it's a huge blow to Rangers yeah and I'm sure it would be a blow to, to Gio's kitty as well because yep. I'm sure that if they get that 35-40 million pound beginning into the Champions League group stage I'm sure that the, the Rangers board would give Gio a, a fair chunk of that to go and strengthen even more um, so look they know how important it is tomorrow night and I, look, I, I've no doubt I think it will be a cagey night but I think Rangers will have enough to get through it's also as well if you're in the Champions League it makes you more attractive to players you come, of you course. know. So yeah. you look at that, yeah. and on the point, if Rangers don't, then you know you look at last January's transfer window. And look at both clubs, what Celtic were able to do, and what Rangers couldn't do. In the window, Celtic would have that start again, Paul, um, in January because they've, they've got the money um, in the bank. Whereas you know, sure, the the, the Europa League uh, can be very lucrative, but it's not in the same ballpark um, as the Champions League. So. Look, it might take extra time. And also, you've got to remember, even though it was a 2-0 defeat last week, see, technically it's a 1-0 defeat because the penalty should never have been given. So there's no a class apart here. Yeah, it's, not, sure. it's not like they're Good two point. goals down to Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. This is Union. Union were decent, but Rangers made them look better than what they are. That's why I think Rangers can do it tomorrow night. Duncan, thanks very much. There's £100 on the way to you and we'll speak to you again during the season. OK, thank you. Thanks, Duncan. All right. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! go, 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 go. <laughs> 
Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. So thanks, Duncan, for coming on there with Clyde Built Home Improvements. That was his chance to win, well, another £300. We're going to do it again this Friday. So you can register at thisisgo.co.uk. A chance to join us to predict the scores for this weekend. Barry and Mark will be on with us on Friday evening. Duncan, uh, it was that was decent, wasn't it? He got three or four of them there out of the yeah, couple of scores as well. Yeah. 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 So, so we're rolling Barry, over. Yeah. Yep. We're rolling over uh, another £150 into this week's games. So if you're on on Friday, you definitely get £100. And if you get all six correct, just hope, you know, win, lose or draw, you don't have to give us the actual score lines, you're going to get £450 this time next week. Barry, it's rising. Like the bonus you used to get. Yeah. <laughs> Like your bonus in here. Um, <laughs> oh, no, wait, sorry, is that forty-five grand bonus? It was. <laughs> no, it's a decent kit of that. That's good, um, isn't it? Yep. yep. Six results you need to get. No, no, the results just the a win or a lose or a, a, a draw. So what was it at? Five fifty. Of that's right. Yeah. You do win. Yeah. If you win, mm-hmm. you're getting a hundred anyway, and four fifty if you nice get the six pop. results this weekend. Tough. Yep. Yeah, oh, tough. it is, isn't it? Aye, and this weekend, tough. of course, Kilmarnock uh, playing Celtic. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Rangers against that, St John's. That's on Sunday. Sunday. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, this is go.co.uk. And thanks to Clyde Built Home Improvements supporting us on this one. At the weekend, as you'll know the scores by now, it was a win for the champion Celtic 3-1 up at Ross County. Rangers staying joint top just behind them after two-goal victory over Kilmarnock. And you know the other scores as well. We're going to talk shortly about that game. Hibs Hearts yesterday. Um, The two newbies scoring, Lon Shankland for Hearts, and then Martin Boyle just off the plane and he had uh, macaroni and chips on Saturday night and then he suddenly got the call to say you've yeah. been playing at some point. Yeah. Um, and then Livy winning at Dundee United earlier. St Mirren fans, what are you thinking? 4-1 defeat to Jim Goodwin's uh, Aberdeen. And Motherwell fans losing 2-1 to St Johnson. Uh, we'll hear more from Ange Postacoglu in a moment or two, but let's go on to the lines again. Paul is on in Hamilton. Paul, good evening. Guys, how you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. You? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So what are you thinking? That's all I can say. That's it, yeah. Um, yeah. It's always good to get to the Monday night. One. Yeah. Just a quick one. I mean, it's like everybody's listening to the boys here on the way home to work, and they're all, everybody's been writing off um, Union SG, right? Um, why? I don't know. Because did you ever do any, anybody do any research? He's into some of the results for last year, the results for the pre-seasons and all the rest of it. That's more than they mugs. That's exactly what I you... Mean, yeah. I mean, it's the exact same way you say, oh, who, oh, it's only Bozo Glunt and all the rest of it. Mm. It's how you, you can be so adamant about it. Ah, oh, now nah, we'll beat this mob anyway. There's no bugs in some of any sort of Champions League with the group stages or qualifiers or nothing. Mm. Mark, I can't see, I sure. understand how you can write them up. All right, Paul, the perspective is nobody said that on here. and I, think, I said last Monday yeah. that this is not going to be a, an easy tie for Rangers going over there. And after watching the game, albeit Rangers were really poor, Union deserved to win. Right? I think Union are a good team. I don't think they're a, a great team. And the reason why I think Rangers will win, Paul, is some of these players wouldn't never experience the sort of atmosphere that you get at European nights at, at Ibrox. Um, so I, that's the reason why I believe... Look, I looked, I, um, I looked on them last year, getting promoted doing really well good pre-season games some decent players but if you look at it over the piece I think Rangers should have enough to beat them I'm not writing them off I'm not saying last week that I never said last week that aye 
it's a fairly supportive bar in there. I hope it's only they keep the fishing, that keep the fishes going, you know, because Rangers now work for us, you know, getting us into the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mark, I think you were putting a bit of perspective on it there, though, given yeah. that it's two, it could have been more, mm. um, but one of them probably shouldn't have counted. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, Paul's, you know, nobody said that they're mugs. You'd never, you'd never be disrespectful to a team that's, you know, actually finished top of the Belgian League, then their playoff system. So nobody on here said they were mugs. Nobody on here has written off Union SG. What what we do, Paul, Cunin, Paul the caller is, Paul, we're asked to make a prediction. So, you know, you make a prediction based on what you think. It doesn't mean you see you're writing, writing them yeah. off, you're being respectful, What because we're not on here to no make a prediction or no make a comment or no give an opinion, otherwise there's no point in us being on here. So we're respectful to Union SG. The point I made just before the break, Paul, was that even though it was 2-0 and it could have been more, I'm saying technically it's only one. I say I don't think they're Borussia Dortmund. It's not a team that's going to come to Irox. I wouldn't think and rip Rangers apart that the potential that Borussia Dortmund could do, even though Rangers beat them. There's a warning signs there with Malmo. Ten men last season, Rangers couldn't beat Malmo. So of course there's a, there's, there's warning signs. There's stuff that you've got to be very careful of. But over the piece, do I think that Rangers could win by two goals? Yeah, I do. I think it could probably go to extra time tomorrow night but if Union SG come to Ibrox tomorrow night and get a draw or sneak a 1-0 I wouldn't be overly surprised because they've got that in their, in their locker but we're asked to make a prediction yeah. and when you tip one team and not the other it doesn't mean to say you're being disrespectful to a team that you don't think is going to win the game but take their weekend result mm. out of the equation so they, they lost rested, 3-0 yeah they rested yeah. some of their yeah. most important players and, and yeah. to be honest with you they, they surprised me but I've played in Europe plenty of enough times to realise in these qualification games that you go away I, I spoke about it last week Maribor you, you watch them in video yep. and you think oh look they look alright but they've got real decent technical players and that's what Union SG had but overall I think Rangers should have enough to beat them but I think it could be a long night for them I think it could be 120 minutes Paul you make a great point there about the coefficient though and you know Celtic are benefiting in, in the Champions League how much are you looking forward to that the draw I draw is going to be good. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see who we're going to get. Are we Champions League standard? And honestly, I don't think so. I don't care what anybody says. I don't think any. I think some of the can Rangers are Europa League. Um, with the money not that's involved with the larger clubs and them, some of the monopoly that they've all got. But it'll be interesting because I'm not feeling enough. Nobody at Parkhead. I mean, we've got the capability of meeting anybody selling Parkhead. Try and make it a fortress again. Yeah, look, yeah, I, yeah. I see even Celtic when their group gets announced, I don't care if there's big clubs or whatever, they come and that crowd behind them. You hear a lot of these mm. players or clubs speaking about coming to Glasgow, whether it's Celtic Park or whether it's Ibrox, that they've never experienced an atmosphere like it. And even back, again, I'll go back to when I played, like teams coming, it was a crowd that helped you get through, you know what I mean? You could mm. see some of the, the, the players on the pitch thing. God, the atmosphere and Celtic will create that at Celtic Park on European nights and don't be surprised if they get some surprising results Paul can we talk a wee bit of Celtic with you before you go here's Ange speaking after the 3-1 win and he's talking about the resilience of the team there's definitely a resilience and belief in this group that irrespective of what challenges before us they'll stick to task you know they won't lose belief in each other or, the, or, or our football and you know, that's an important part. It was a, uh, probably the most crucial part of our sort of campaign last year. What we want to do is obviously keep improving our football. We don't want to lose that. You know, that's that's gold, the fact that, you know, they can overcome these things. And, you know, even at 2-1, you go, OK, well, let's just shut up shop. We'll go and score a third because that's the kind of team we want to be. 
a lot to think about with your team. What about Moritz Jens? I know it's early days, but not a bad way to start to get the goal. Um, I think he's head or rail, actually. Um, I mean, it's something the resilience that Angie's actually said, yeah, it is there because we don't stop. You don't stop for 90 minutes. Celtic's always been a team that's actually done that anyway. Um, yeah, Ross County, yeah, to depart the bus and hope to hit some sort of a fleet one. Yeah, they did because the position short tends to that as well. But it's, we've got to be resilient. I think when you listen to, to Ange Paul, you know, when you listen to Ange Paul's to Coggle there and just, you know, some of the company, you think, you know, Celtic won 2 0 last week against Aberdeen, but, you know, he picked out one or two things that he was unhappy about. Um, you know, one or two players, he said, you know, is the main culprits, I think, Jota. Including being, Jota, yeah. Exactly. One. But what I, th- what I think I'm hearing now and, and watching Celtic and listening to Ange, you know, he's obviously has already got one eye in the Champions, even though they don't know the draw yet. I think he's ready to go up a level. You know, I think he's got a lot of confidence in this team. You hear the way he talks. He's he's got a confidence in the team. I think as a manager, he's ready to go up a notch. And I think he wants his players to come with him. And if they're not going to go up a notch with him, they're not going to be in the team, whether that's domestically on a Saturday or midweek, Tuesday uh, or, or Wednesday in the Champions League. So just something about Ange's manner, the way he's been speaking in public that, this guy's ready to go again. This guy's really got it between his teeth. First and foremost, make sure they retain the title and B, do as well as they can in the Champions League. Paul? Yeah, I mean, it's a totally agree with, with that one for once in a <laughs> um, <laughs> A bit of agreement. Um, Barry, what do you reckon about Celtic Do, do you know when Champions I was watching the, the guy, I was between the two yeah. of them and, and obviously watching it. One thing, when they go to one up with five, I think five or six minutes to go, sometimes you're thinking, right, go and yeah. sit back and yeah. make it difficult for Ross County, but he's not going to change. Mm-hmm. They're still flying forward, numbers forward, and listen, they get the goal. That's the way that Postacoglu plays, and he's not going to change. No, no way is he going to, going to change. And that's a potential banana skin because Malky's got a, a decent team up there. He knows his stuff. Says, but it's yeah. the time to go up there. Pitch is decent. Mm-hmm. Weather wasn't too bad. Um, but listen, it's, it's not a, too bad. It's a <laughs> sunny. It's that. a place you always look and think to yourself. You need yeah. to be on it if you're not on it. For you sure. could drop points. Paul, what do you want to say about Jota? I mean, one goal already um, and three assists on Saturday. The guys, the guys' class. I was on it uh, the game against Aberdeen, uh-huh. and the guy you like Jota down the left though yeah but I would rather have played in the right for I know you would <laughs> <laughs> no but listen I think in the, I think, I think the left side is so much more effective and you've seen that with the with his assists um, but again see if he continues this sort of form Celtic will struggle to hold on to him they will because um, he's a real match winner he has look, never knew anything about him and he's come into this country last year he was he was a breath of fresh air Um and if he continues this level, um, clubs will be eyeing him up. And Paul, I think I, I don't know him, but you know, that's I'm not comparing him with Ronaldo, right? So we're not getting we're not getting carried away. But he looks and he's answered the the manager, Mark. I'm looking at you. You know, last weekend the manager called him out. Uh-huh. But I'm hearing that he, he's training really hard, that he's determined to Aye. be 
as good as he could ever be yeah. right, in the future. Yeah, and, and part of, can I just goes back to the point I made two minutes ago about the manager. He's not going to stand for mm. passengers. He wants to see improvement because he works for him every day in the training field with his staff to improve them. So they need to show that same hunger and desire. And the squad is so strong. You know, there's 18 or 19 really good outfield players there. No two just about for every position. If you're not on it, there's somebody waiting in the wings just to go and step in so he's created that 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 um, environment where players know they've got to be on it in training as, as well particularly at the moment because he says we've only got one game a week so there's a desperation to be involved because you're only getting one crack at it Saturday afternoon if you're not there then you have to wait another week to go and to go and go on so you know Monday to Friday I can sense that they are working working uh, very very hard because if they're not they're going to get left behind Paul thanks very much for calling no problem see you later guys. cheers thank, thank you and at the weekend in the women's football, in the SPFL, Celtic 9, Hebs 0, Rangers 14, Glasgow 0, and Glasgow City 7, Spartans 0. You see the gulf between yeah, the big three and the three, others. Don't you? Yeah. strongest. I know Rangers are Celtic are full-time. Glasgow mm-hmm. City, I think, are still part-time, but yeah. they train four nights a, a week. It's going to come down to day three. They're, they're, for me, they're far too strong for all the other teams. Dundee United Motherwell, they drew 1-1. Uh, Hamilton and Aberdeen so it was a 3-1 win for the Ackies and Hearts a 3-1 win over Partick Thistle right that's the first hour can you believe it that's been quick second hour Rangers fans what are you thinking 08 08 17 17 700 and Celtic fans what about Jota what about what's, what's the <sighs> play him on the right <laughs> <laughs> that's all coming up after the news the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. And the manager saying how pleased he was with that performance. Yeah, really pleased. Um, we know it's a difficult place to come to. Uh, today was windy as well, which adds another element to it because that affects uh, how you play your football, uh, control the game pretty much the whole time. And, you know, we didn't get a goal, but I just felt really comfortable that first half with the football we were playing. We had good chances and... Uh, yeah. The chances came and they won 3-1. For Giovanni van Bronckhurst afterwards, he told Sky about the three points and about the return of Alfredo Morelos. Well, it's very important for, for all of us. I mean, it's been uh, five months ago that, since he last played a game for Rangers, so that's, that's a really long time. You, you forget that sometimes, but, you know, he worked hard to be on the pitch today and he will get stronger and stronger each game he's, he's involved. So I'm really pleased with his, uh, with his first minutes. You also saw the reception of the fans, so it, it means a lot for all of us that he's, uh, he's in the squad at the moment. Kind of the romance of football, Barry, a big weekend, you know, with the return of Morelos five months out and then obviously through in Edinburgh 24 hours later Martin Boyle Yeah in, in terms of Rangers it, it was a, a major bush look he looked a bit rusty no doubt about it after been out for, yeah, yeah but that's natural after been out for five months but you, you could see the difference he yeah. makes even if he's he's only 60-70% fit when I'm coming on the pitch the place erupting 
And I just think him and the team, Rangers just look a, a different proposition for me. Um, whether he starts tomorrow or no, I, I'm not too sure. In terms of Sholak, he kind of, he never get really in the game. He struggled a wee bit, but I was delighted. That may be down to service. He, didn't, yeah. he never get much mm. service, to be fair, I felt from. But I was absolutely delighted he got off the mark. It was a great finish from him, um, to be honest with you. But when Morelos come on, um, it was a, it was just a, a good time for the Rangers fans, and that you could see the the players as well. He's a real tallies man up top. So, but interesting to see what he, what he does tomorrow, whether he starts him or or sits him on the bench. And we'll get your team in a wee while. This is Glasgow's own Go Radio. Let's go on the lines. Craig is on. Hi, Craig. Hi, Paul, Barry, and Mark. How you doing? Hi, Craig. Doing, Craig. Tip top. So, hi, what hi. about what about you? Are you be happy after the win? Definitely, yeah. I um, I think you know it's it's a good way to bounce back. I think having games coming thinking fast is handy because it means you don't have time to you know we didn't have time last week to feel sorry for ourselves, which is that they had to just kind of get back to it and get three points in the bag. Um, it, no doubt, I think the first half was very frustrating. I think you know Kamarnik, to be fair to them, you know Derek McInnes knows how to set out his stall, certainly at Ibrox anyway, um, and. You know, they've done a very good job at frustrating us. Um, don't get me wrong, I, I still think, and I don't know if, if Barry would agree with me, I still think there's just a, a wee bit more clinical. You know, we need to be a little bit more clinical in the final third because I think there were a couple of moments where we could have, you know, we could have been more comfortable in the game, um, you know, before Marevo scored in the last couple of minutes. You know, we should have and could have already had two or three. So that's, you know, that's just a wee thing. All right, uh, let me ask Barry on that. You've asked him, Barry. What do you think? Rangers could have been more clinical. Yeah, you could. You could argue about that. Yep, they could have been a bit more clinical. Maybe trying to pass their way into into the box, where sometimes you're you're looking for them to have a pop on goal for eighteen or yeah. twenty yards, and obviously getting to the touchline, cross the ball, just fire it across it. Sometimes instead of turning back and laying it mm. back for somebody else to to cross it. And yep, if you're being critical. They could have been a bit more ruthless, but you know what? It, it, it would have been tough for him because Derek, as Craig's just mentioned there, he's an experienced manager. He knows he knows how to set teams up and frustrate them. I mean, that's exactly what Kilmarnock done. Um, but I say to you, Rangers showed a bit of patience, which which um, impressed me. And it came down to one guy, and I, I keep mentioning I think I mentioned him about 10 times now in the, in the show, yeah. just Stephen Davis been in there. Um, I thought helped Rangers because uh, I know what it's like sometimes they get a bit frustrated in the stands um, which, which is only natural you've got to deal with that that's what happens when you play at a big club you've got to be man enough to, to get through that but just with him being in there made the, made the difference for me Craig we should ask Barry his team for tomorrow night what would you what would your lineup be and then we'll ask you what you think GVB will do if Kent, Kent's fit well, yeah. yeah if Kent's fit yeah right McLaughlin He's for me. He's. I, th- I don't think Gio's going to change his mind. No, he's sure. yep. Rangers number one. Um, I'll go a back four: yep. uh, Tav, Golson, Davis, and Yilmaz. Stevie Davis and Lundstrom, Tillman, Arfield, Kent, and Cholak up front. I, I would love to say Morelos. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a bit too early for Morelos to to start. But having a guy who has quality on the bench, no doubt, come. Half time and even sixty minutes, he'll be on the pitch. Give us it again then. So Tavernier Goldson, Ben Davies and Yilmaz. Yep. And then Stephen Davis. Lindstrom. Lindstrom, <coughs> of course, yeah. 
and Thielman will start on the, the right side right. Uh, or Arfield they'll interchange a wee bit Kent on the left side if albeit if he wakes up tomorrow morning hopefully he does and he's injury free and pain free he starts for me because missing a week I don't think it'll make a difference because he's done the full pre-season he's played sure. in every game mm-hmm. so his fitness will still be there and I think he'll go with uh, Big Sholak up, up front because yeah. um, I just think look I would love to start Morelos but if you're asking my honest opinion I just mm-hmm. think it's a bit too soon but just to have him sitting on that bench ready to come on and he will come on 100% he'll yeah. come on hey, listen don't be surprised if he throws him in mm-hmm. don't be surprised Mark what do you make of Barry's lineup? yeah I mean a couple of um, changes I think there's what we don't know uh, I think um, is three positions outfield 10 is who's going to partner Goldson one of the centre mid positions and one of the three behind the main um, sort of striker I, I think I would go I think Giovanni will go whatever you know, McLaughlin in goals I think that's a given now yeah. um, Tavernier and Yilmaz as your two fullbacks. I'd go Golson and Lundstrom as the two centre halves right. yeah. and I'd have Steve Davis and Ryan Jack as my two centre mids I'd have the pace of Matondo and Kent and either Wing and Thielman in behind Cholak Would you Matondo even though he was so Yeah I, I just think that that pace and, and you know, Barry said I think it's so important to get on the front foot mm-hmm. tomorrow night you know don't don't be reckless but you need to take the game and you, oh, you can't give Union a glimmer of hope you can't allow them to settle get their foot in the ball and start making passes Paul because otherwise they can hurt they get comfortable so um, you want to you want to rattle them mm-hmm. as quickly yeah. as possible and Matondo yeah it wasn't great last week it was poor but so was probably a nine of them yeah. but mm-hmm. I just think that that pace uh, and you're and you've got to risk yeah, you've got to risk you know, it's risk and reward tomorrow night no. they have got to come out and go for them straight away because if they do that the crowd will just erupt yeah. the crowd will get behind yeah. them and as I said Union SG good team can they handle that sort of atmosphere I'm unsure mm. it, do, it does I think they might, I think Giovanni really likes Scott Wright mm-hmm. you look yeah, at yeah, it, he likes yeah. so I wouldn't rule out Scott Wright either and he's a type as well that, that can go and but you Scotland know sometimes you look at him yeah, yeah. He, he seems to I think I just he's got a bit Scott right mm-hmm. just see his experience the late runs into the box a bit of know-how again because um, there's no many players like yeah. like in yeah. Arfield we spoke about it on Friday David Turnbull pretty mm-hmm. similar to Arfield making the late runs into the box I just think with his quality I, I would put him in look again there's a few positions up for grabs that's the reason why you've got a big squad but that's my okay. my team. That's the team that will go and hopefully get through into the, the next round. Craig, what do you reckon? What's your team? I would I would largely agree with with Barry there with the guys. I think um, Morelos it's probably would be a bit too early for him to start. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be against the idea of Sakala getting some game time because I think yeah. he he can be a real nuisance and he's got a good bit of pace. And my thinking is if we're getting to the sort of later stages of the game. No, there's 20 minutes, 25 minutes left, and we're looking at the bench. I think if you brought on, you know, Sakala and Mirelos, I think even together, um, you know, we're tiring defence. If we've been battering them for a while, that can really have it. Because I thought I felt we were really lacking that 
um, that energy in Belgium yeah. last week. But let's yeah. hear the manager, Craig, then I'll come straight back to you. Many times before, if you are playing in Europe, you cannot have an off night because that will make it difficult for you uh, in, in the whole tie. You know, the, the level we, we reached last week uh, wasn't the level we are we normally reach or we have to reach to be competitive um, this Champions League. Our performances and our, our, our standards need to be on, on a high level tomorrow because uh, otherwise we have to be there to, to have a chance to, uh, to go on to the next stage. And what about the strikers? Well, I mean, his presence is, is there for everyone to uh, be seen. You know, the, the reception he got from the crowd, you know, we know his strength. We, we know he's capable of creating chances and, and, and creating goals, making goals. So for us, you know, that, that's a very positive thing. Compare it with the last, I think, three months of the season, we, we had to do all the games without one strike. It's always easier when you have, you know, strikers in, in the game, also on the bench, which we have now. We have a lot of uh, competition in all uh, areas of the of the pitch, also up front. That gives me more options and, you know, I'm really happy, you know, with the first goal of, of, of Fredo, but also from Antonio and last Saturday, you know, we have to do is keep going, creating chances, and that's also needed for tomorrow when you have to break, um, you know, defensive blocks. Barry, what do you think about the suggestion that Sakala might feature? Yeah, I can see that. I think probably later on in the game, if Rangers yeah. have to go chasing, he can flip to a, a back three and go mm-hmm. two up top. Um, but I think he'll start with his, his normal kind of... For me, I just look at the, the four. Like I think Davis, Lindstrom, Golson and Davis will be that box where he'll just let the full-backs high and wide and loads of interchanging because you need to take the game. You need to be like caged animals. You need to come out and just go for them. No, yeah. they do. Yeah, sure. They do. It's five yeah, million pounds. Yeah. You've got PSV or Monaco. Yep. You've got to get through. Rangers are a club that have got to be in the Champions League. So you've got to throw every single thing you can at them. And then I think do you have a couple of things up your sleeve. Yeah. If it's one nothing, can I flip it to go a, a front two? Just what Craig says, can I go with Sakala? With Morelos, can you go keep Sholak on and put Morelos up top with him? Can you bring Matondo on or Matondo start? That that's the thing. There's options. There is there is options, but I, I, listen, it's a risk and you've got to just go for them. Mm. You've got to make sure you just go for them and, and get that one. I like that suggestion. Risk and reward, Craig. That you, you need to go for it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100% it is about risk and reward. Um, and, and hopefully tomorrow night, you know, the, the reward will pay off because it's a it's a huge thing. You know, you were talking about um, the money situation. I actually, you know, I heard Simon Jordan speaking about that this morning as well. It's a very good point. So we have to make sure. But at the same time, what I would say, I think we also have to appreciate the fact that you know, Rangers will win the league title again, right? So at some point, we will get into the Champions League. It's not as if you know, if we miss out this season, Celtic are forever in the distance. It's just that it's a setback we really could be be doing without, I think. Um, but you know, I, I I'm reasonably confident at Ibrox that we can we can get it done. I, I I wanted to make a wee quick point if I could about sure. yesterday's game. Why is it in Scottish football when it comes to fan behaviour? Why are we always behind the eight ball with these things? Down south, they've brought in after what was going on last season. They've just brought in a blanket. Anybody who goes onto the football pitch or anything like that, lifetime ban. I can't for the life of me figure out why the Scottish football authorities haven't done the same thing. You know, I get people are celebrating and running on, and that's one thing, but then you see people throwing things, you know, people might laugh and go, oh, it was chips or whatever, but I think there was a couple of lighters. And, yep. you know, I just feel like we are constantly behind what they're doing down south to tackle this issue, and I don't really get why. Okay, Mark, is that the case? Do you think we are slow in Scotland? To take action. 
It, it, it could well be, you know, it's, it's a fair point. You know, um, why not? You know, it's never too late to go and you know implement um, something. Um, so, yeah, if they feel that would be a deterrent, um, then then why not? Don't don't encourage anything that that puts uh, fan safety, anybody's safety uh, at risk. Don't encourage it. And if fans are still doing it, whether that's throwing missiles or going onto the pitch, then clearly they don't feel that the punishments are stringent enough they think there's enough leeway so therefore if you're going to put something that actually makes you properly think twice and the, the and the prospect of being singled out on CCTV and arrested mm. should make you think twice you know anybody then just just don't do it as we've always said Paul whatever your team is go and support your team get behind them cheer them on get right in about it enjoy your day but, but behave yourself Neil Doncaster did issue a warning. Remember, just mm. two weeks ago at the start yep. of the season about it. But Barry, I mean, it's, you know, a lighter being thrown is just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, look, I could then chat. It's got to be safe on the pitch for the players and the referee and the assistant referees. And as you say, go and support and shout whatever you want or whatever, but don't start throwing things. Listen, I could hit somebody's eye, but anything could happen there. It's, it's dangerous. And as I said, I'm, I'm sure Hibs. I'll go and look at it closely and identify these people and you know what? See if you're doing crazy things like that, ban them. Mm-hmm. I was and thinking about stop it. Mark, did you hear what he said a moment ago? What Craig said though? He was quite definite Rangers are going to win the league. You sounded absolutely sure, Craig, that you have the confidence in your team that you're going to re- regain the title. I do have the confidence because I think you know, Celtic are a very, very good team. There's no question about that, and I can't deny that. But I also think that, you know, these are players now that's going to be their first full season. They're not coming off the back of, you know, playing a, a season where they can just kick on. And I just think the, the tempo they play at, at some point, they, you would imagine they're going to pick up some knocks and injuries. And I think if we're looking at both benches, I actually think we've got slightly better options in terms of manoeuvrability we can put players into you know different positions that they'll be comfortable playing and I think with Celtic particularly in defence I think they're still short a body or two so you know listen it's I'm maybe 80% confident we'll win it there's obviously a chance but I just think you know even if it wasn't this it's going to go down to the wire regardless but as yeah. I say I think mm-hmm. we might just have a wee bit more in the tank Do you not think without Aribo and Bassi you are not as strong as you were last season? Um, you can make the case for that, but I think we've we've signed some good players. I think they are to, obviously you know it's going to take a wee bit of time to bed in, but mm. no, I think they they were fantastic players, so it's, it's a big loss. But at the same time, that's what the kind of club we need to be, and we need to be able to keep you know our momentum going. Even when we lose these players, it's about can we replace them, can we bring them in? That's why I think the one thing Geo has to do. Um, and it kind of touches back on the Sakawa thing. I think he has to communicate better with these players. I mean, Sakawa in the paper the other week was saying that he's not even spoke to Van Bronckhorst about what his situation is. So he needs to be definitive and make sure we get the right players in the door and we're keeping the right players. I think if we can do that, um, and I hate saying it, but work more to the kind of model Celtic have been doing over a number of years, then there's no reason why um, we can't keep that turnaround and still keep being a, a real challenge for the league every season as well. I, mean, I think obviously you're right, Kate. I think any, or probably 95% of Rangers fans would think that, that they're, 
Rangers are going to win the league this season and the same with the Celtic fans you know, you think because you know, there's, there's every reason to be optimistic at this stage as you say they both get very good squads um, I would disagree in your point about the about the Celtic um, squad I don't think at the moment I think they're, they're fine but I would assess it in September the first day because a lot can happen mm. uh, in the next three weeks that's where you get a real clear picture of of where the squads are and obviously you know 48 hours after that you've got the first old firm game of the season um, at Celtic Park which I think is game number six um, in the league campaign so yeah right now I think you know if the window to close tonight and both managers go with exactly what they have now I don't think they'd be I don't think they'd be disappointed but there's there's three weeks to go as we mentioned at the start of this programme if Rangers get into the Champions League it gives them fantastic flexibility um, to go and do something um, positive if they don't then you know you need to wait and see what might happen. And for Celtic, they've got a certainty um, of where they are financially and what they can do uh, in the next three weeks. And I'm sure if Ange Postecoglou went to his board and asked him to push the boat out on somebody for whatever position he really thinks that there's there's a guy out there, then I think Celtic would go and do that for the for the for the right guy. And Barry for Rangers, you confident they'll push the boat out? More signings if they can get through. Yep. 100% yep. look in an ideal world I would have loved to have kept Bassey and Aribo but listen we, we know what's going to happen mm. if you produce a goods up here big money comes in that's just the way it's going to be time will tell in terms of Davis he's only played 20 or so minutes but he's a good time at um, Preston he's went to Liverpool by all accounts he's a very good player I've not seen him play enough are you surprised he hasn't played more? yeah I, I, I was adamant he was going to start yeah. the game um, and Saturday and Tillman I, I do think he could be a real good direct replacement for Rebo pretty similar strong on the ball good awareness on about him um, I, I, I do think Rangers have got a cracker a cracker there um, but look the main thing is making sure they get into that Champions League getting their finances to go and um, give the, the squad even a bigger jolt and it has um Already with the players coming in. This is massive. Craig, finally, before we go to the break, scoreline tomorrow night, are you going to do it? I think so. I think it will be 3 nothing after it. It's going to be some night. Thanks, Craig. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Paul Cooney here in the company of the legend Barry Ferguson, former Rangers, Blackburn Rovers, Birmingham City, Blackpool, Scotland, and now one of the legends. You played early in the summer in the springtime, Barry. Looking more games coming up this year? Um, no, I, I don't think there's okay. anything left. Maybe maybe next year there'll be one or two games. But listen, they're great days. It's brilliant to meet up with the the guys again yeah. um, and get on the pitch and, and kick the ball about. Spoke to some of the guys at Air Races at the weekend. It was a great day. Thank you, David Brown, for looking after us there. And uh, they, they enjoyed it. They were there watching you at, at Brayhead just a couple of months ago. Mark, top pundit in the business. Mark Guidi is with us. And Mark, at the weekend, looking to the championship over some of the score lines. He's like, where is he going? Uh, I was going to ask you, did you have any winners? What? Did you have any winners, no, Paul? No, I was just one. But no, nah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not good. Oh, it was great. You know, great to see Hamilton. Uh, I have to declare an interest there. So. It, it just worries me. See, when you come off in yours, you don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> do you? The worry is, I don't know either. So, um, yeah, there was nothing outstanding really in the championship. Uh, oh, right. yeah, Sorry, championship. Yeah. Yeah. Started off, obviously, air running through. again, obviously, Friday night was an exception you know Queen's Park throwing yeah. away a two goal two that. Yeah. but again and I noticed that 
a number of times last season it was the same again Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. with the with the with the four games. Really low scoring games, not a yeah, lot of goals in that championship. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always very, very tight. Um a good win for Morton. Well um, spotted. That was I couldn't actually identify the biggest story. You're right, that was a good win. One nil against Covers. Yeah. Uh, still, you yeah. know, they look as if they're going to have themselves um in the in the mix yeah. again, although they're, they're, they're keeping clean sheets, but they're not really um scoring yet. But you know, in Patrick Thistle having after one, having one. such a yeah. a great result up at Dundee mm. the previous week and then you know dropping points um, at home to Hamilton. Crowd of nearly three thousand there. So that yep. that was hardly yep. I think it was going to be a tight one. Dundee um, getting a win. And they needed it, didn't they? They won yeah, it over. I mean, yeah, I mean, what a result it was for Partick. First game of the season, going up a dense because uh, they'd be one of the favourites. But like, I, I think it's going to come down to three or four teams are going to fight fight it out. And the first division, Airdrie at the top, they were six points, so they are uh, maximum. Uh, along with Dunfermline, good start for them. Uh, and in the second division, Bonnie Reg Rose at the top, Barry, after the first yeah. two games, six points, along with Dumbarton. Great start for the, yeah, the don't Rose. Don't be surprised if they're, they're in the mix, mm. Bonnie Rig. Why? Um, simple fact is uh, Robbie Horn, who's the manager there, has kept the nucleus of the, the team the last three or four years, mm. um, and obviously get through. It's a tough league to get out of the lone league because you've obviously got the playoffs. Mm. Got to go Highland, then you've got to go obviously who's bottom in the league and in, yeah. in League Two, and the absolute thump cowed in beef mm. and, and deserve to get get into League Two. So don't don't be surprised if. They're in the mix come the end of the season, Bonnie Rigg. That's why I asked you. You know your stuff and you did it, of course, with Kelty Hearts. You know, you lost out the year before and then, you know, because of the way that it was worked out with the authorities, but then you beat Brecon and was you came up. one for Falkirk. But Wasn't that? I saw that, that. yeah. Airdrie. Yeah. Big surprise. And that yeah. was, yeah, Reese McCabe, was he 29 years old or something? Aye. You know, He's player uh, manager. manager. Yeah, you know, you think, wow, you know, good. Uh, good luck to get at 29 uh, doing something like that Big and what game. about in England some surprises Liverpool dropping points 2-2 at Fulham uh, and well done Fulham uh, coming up uh, Man United maybe not oh. a surprise eh? terrible result they, I, I watched the game that was a hard watch hard hard watch Brighton don't take it away with Brighton Brighton thoroughly deserved um, deserved the win but it's just same Man United as last year and the season before I, I, I just can't see Man United challenging for the next that's a big rebuild there next two or three years I think the fans just need to settle for getting in uh, maybe even creeping into the top six I'm unsure whether they're good enough mm. to to do that and yet Ten Hag look at the credentials he comes with from Ajax but are they going to give him time? They'll, they'll need to eventually give give somebody time You look, they've tried Mourinho they've tried Van Hal, they've tried David Moyes they've yeah. tried Ole Gunnar Solskjaer so you, so you look at I think he's what is it, the sixth manager since Alex left in the summer of uh, 2013 um, yeah. but you look at them you look at yesterday's evidence and credit to Brighton um, but they're, they're probably still seven, touch, eight, nine yeah. players short goalie's really good Bruno Fernandes um, is really good he's signed a couple of players but you know where's the 20 goal where's your where's your, your yep. 20 goal striker where, where is he where's your world class where's your Virgil van Dijk Mind you, you know, you know where right. are those guys? Sure. They're, 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 to be honest, they're team. miles off it. Yeah. I think they're miles off it, Man United. That's where you've got to make sure that you're at your strongest. Right through the spine, centre-backs, central midfielders, centre-forward, as you just says, 20-plus goals a season. Man United need to go out and spend an absolute fortune to get that, but it's, it takes time, it takes money. Um, I think they're going to struggle this year, Man United. Can we revise our predictions from Friday night? <laughs> Who is going to catch Man City and Erling Haaland? Oh. Barry, what a debut. Oh. 
what, what can you say? <laughs> um, I actually got a bit of stick last uh, last week. Mm. Um, uh, what's the cup? The charity shield. The charity shield. shield. He, he missed yeah. a he missed a chance, but yesterday, pace him, strength, power. Um, he just makes that Man City team, and um, obviously gets a penalty, strikes a penalty away mm. easily, and then the the second goal, a, a great ball for De Bruyne, um, and then just the way he moves his body yeah. around, he slot it past the goalkeeper, um, fifty one million pound. That's all he costs. No, it's credible, isn't it? I'm half saying all Jack, he costs, no, but, but half of Jack Grealish. But you see some of the money that's going down there. That that's an absolute snap, well, and he's only just turned twenty two. Yeah. Phenomenal, isn't it? I don't know how they did that business. They're a joy to watch. Yeah, are they going to win the Champions League? I know it's hugely. It's very early yeah, just I, now. I, but yeah, yep, I, 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 you asking me? I'm asking. Yeah, I think. Yep, I, I think it'll be this year. Yep, yep. I think they'll, they'll win the, the Premier League and the Champions it, yeah. League. It's phenomenal. Um, Bournemouth, what a start for them. But what about Aston Villa and Steven Gerrard? Uh, bad start from <clears> again. The captain. Yeah, lost a, an early goal, yep. Paul, and never recovered. And you know, conceded a poor second one as well. Just a, the marking was was non-existent. Um, so yeah, you know, Villa. There's one or two what I regard as, as clubs, big clubs. Villa's a big club. You know, clubs that have that have done well the past four or five years. Um, like a Leicester as well. And you look at Leicester, not signed one player. Uh, I think Madison's going to eventually go. Newcastle will just you yeah, know top, back top up the money. Yeah, mm. um, yeah Tielemans, you know, I think he's in the last year of his deal. So you know, again, financially they're probably going to have to uh, to sell. They've already lost a couple. So uh, I think Leicester. This could be one where I think we've probably since they won the title under Ranieri five six years ago, you've regarded them as a you know comfortably a top eight club. Brendan Rodgers has worked wonders. Yeah, I can't see that now. Villa. You know, whereas you, you can see Newcastle emerging pushing comfortably um, into the top half Arsenal uh, looking the part so I think there could be a few surprises in the Premier League this season Barry we're looking with a Scottish interest and I include Stephen Gerrard in that so it's going to be a massive season for him at Villa they had a poor end to the season he started well um, but that was a poor result I know it's only one game so far and Leicester with Brendan Rodgers you know it's only two years ago three years ago they were up against each other here in Glasgow they were two up and then they surrendered the league Two, two. Yeah, I seen um, one of the players doing his interview after the game, and he says he dominated the game, um, and then they fell apart once um, Brentford got one goal back, uh, but like, no signings. And only one sub. I, I think it looks yeah. to me they're going to lose one or two players because you know what the money's like down south. It could be a long, a long season for um, Leicester. But in terms of Aston Villa, Gerard, he's been well back down there. He has been given the finances to go and. And put it back into the into the team. That's that, that's a bad start from. That's one of the ones you would kind of earmark when the fixtures come out. Think Bournemouth, mate. You know what? It'll be tough, but they've just come up. We should have enough. So that's a that was a blow for Aston Villa at the weekend. Chelsea were at Everton and they got the win, a penalty. It leads two one at home to Wolves. Good to see Nathan Patterson. Start. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I thought he done yeah. well. I did. I think the more games he gets, the better he'll get because um, listen it's a tough league with top quality players but yeah he was he was really good and it's brilliant to see young Scottish players go down you want to see them go down there and, and do really well and game time for him for Scotland next month yeah it's important for the Huge. national team yeah. yep good to see Kieran Tierney he get a, a few minutes yeah. um, and, and, and Friday night Arsenal, I watched the Arsenal Crystal Palace game they, they looked a bit more tougher mm -hmm. mentally tougher um, they're going to be up there challenging they're soft this touch. they're always yeah. a nice football team oh, but that's one yeah. thing that jumped out at me watching him. Um, he looked a bit tougher than Uses up front. Jeez, what a player! 
He, he was phenomenal the first 30 minutes. Um, but look, I always look out down there. It's brilliant to see young our Scottish players go down there and, and do really well. Leagues 2-1 against Wolves. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. I was just Hickey. Yep. Hickey as well. Started for Brentford, yeah, I think, no, 80, yep. 85 minutes, which is um, nice to see um, as well. They come back to, to get a 2-2 draw. Good point. And Tottenham 4, Southampton 1. They are going to be in the mix, aren't they? Top Antonio Conte. Yeah, top four. Yeah, I suppose, I, yeah. And I like, I don't know what it is. I can remember Conte as a player for, for, for UV. You know, he was a fantastic uh, footballer. He's got the barnet and everything now. Um, <laughs> and he's a... he's a, the same place as you, Paul. He's a, he's a top manager. And, 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 you know, Spurs look as if they've got... They've Wonder. got their mojo back. I think it was a wee bit flat last season. Yeah. And Conte was always kind of hinting that he might just quit because he, he couldn't see any light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But he's managed to do some some stuff and I think they'll do well. Yeah, he, he looks he looks a good manager. Yeah. He'll not take any... He'll not get messed about. If you don't train hard, I, th- I don't... Was it America they were doing pre-season and the cameras were obviously mm. there and they were doing a run at the end of a session and the players were just on their back. They were mm. absolute knackered. Seemingly, he's, he's massive into his fitness and his training's tough. So, you look, he's, I think he signed six players this year as well. He's building a, a very, very good team there and they, them, they, they're good enough to get in the top four for me. Who was the toughest trainer for you that trained you the hardest in all your years? Who would push you the most, let's say pre-season? Somebody that consistently would push you. you know, it's all di- they, they, were, they were all different. Like, see, like advocates training, it was more like, um, it wasn't hard. It was mm. more like football stuff. Right. It, but when I first started, it was more like longer runs with Walter Smith and Archie Knox. Yeah. It was like, been sick after a, <laughs> a run, Bella Houston Park, going up the hills, spewing halfway up the hills. <laughs> and then it kind of, as the game yeah. evolved, I get more like, there wasn't much running involved. Right. It was all with a ball. And I think now, now I, th- I still think there's a place for running. You still need to do a. You would have to, bit, wouldn't you? yeah. You've got, got to, yeah. You've got to do a bit of running. But if you watch most pre seasons, a lot of it's done with the with the ball. Was back when I first started. That was you never seen a ball for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You must just run. But you that's what get... they were taught, wasn't it, from earlier yep. on? Presumably with Jim McLean or. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, one John thing. I, I, when I was a young player, I was always fit. Mm. That's one thing. It got you, it got you fit, but. You were sick at least three or four times within that two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Newcastle two, Nottingham Forest nil. What I want to ask you about that one is, what about the corner kick? Forest up in the top. Did you see it? Everybody, it's strange. Uh, right, Mark, so oh, I, I couldn't believe Barry, it. can you describe it? So it's a corner kick for Nottingham Forest. They've got nobody in the box. Uh-huh. Yep. They've got, they had nobody. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> Newcastle, nobody. Newcastle had all the players back in the box. Uh-huh. Nottingham Forest obviously were taking a corner kick and then they say, <laughs> you see it they all come into the screen they just all run Aye. bang charge uh, but yeah. six or seven of them Aye. Yep. yep charged into the like they could have train style that's yep. it Aye. Yep. into the mixer well they say that Steve Cooper he is very innovative so I don't mind seeing that trying something Pope just got in that was it was <laughs> did you see Arsenal in, yeah. in Friday night uh-huh. yeah Arsenal had every single they had nobody back see the, see the guy who uh, would normally be, yep, uh-huh. a, a corner for Attacking. Arsenal Attacking corner, you would maybe have one or two players uh-huh. back. Every single player was the the closest to the, the halfway line was eighteen yard box. Yeah, I've never seen that before. And as soon as yep. the corner was took, one of the players sprinted back. Mm. Yep. So How good is it? They're all trying back. different things, ah, isn't it? It's yeah. great. The football's yeah, back. Barry, question: Did you? Does Margaret just come and feed you as you watch everything in world football over the weekend? 
Do you ever? I feed myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can look after myself, Paul. You know, I know, I know, I know. You can. Yeah, I know that you get a servant and whatever. You know, I've got to make my own food at times. And what about Nice at the weekend and the scorer, the sub? Aaron Ramsey, they drew 1-1 oh, one, one yeah, with Toulouse, yeah. so yeah. yeah, Aaron Ramsey's got a club, a three-year deal. And Casper Schmeichel with Casper. as well, yeah, yeah so they've, they've, they've gone for them, which is, which is nice, nice lifestyle down there as well. He's, he's a good, good goalkeeper, football. Off, he's brilliant, yeah. Schmeichel, ah, he's a great, big, big loss to, to, I mean, Danny Ward was good, I remember Aberdeen, he was a terrific goalkeeper when uh, they had him on loan from Liverpool when Derek was a manager, but, um, you know, Casper Schmeichel's a, is a cut above. He's a, he's a, again, we speak about, you know, goalkeepers that are worth 10, 12, 14 points. So there you are, right away, you'd almost, I would say, Leicester would be losing Schmeichel, probably eight, nine points worse off, easily. Quick break, and then we're going to look forward to tomorrow night previewing Rangers up against Union. SG, they lose. They lost three 0 at the weekend, but we can't take anything from that, that can we? You. You've been saying Union. And Un- I know. Union. I don't know why I did that. that. I know. I heard that on. The, yeah. No Union. 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 That's exactly <laughs> it. That plus we'll look back a wee bit more from Ange Postecoglou next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show this time tomorrow night. John Hartson, Stephen Cragen, and we will be previewing Rangers against Union San Gilwaz. So at the weekend, we talked about the <laughs> pronunciation department here at Glasgow Zone. <laughs> it's Grado tells me it's Union that, San Gilwaz. That, yeah, that is, is that okay? I know. It's, I can't stand all this. Is as, that again? As a, as a, or a Z. It's A Z. For AZ Altmar. I know it's going to yeah. be for football just on. very quickly when you're mentioning Grado. Yes. Grado's oh. star of the breakfast show. Yeah. I've watched the new episodes of Two Doors Down. He's, he's brilliant in it. He's, he's character in it. Alan, <laughs> honestly, God. <laughs> it's proper laugh out. Uh, honestly. I, I, need, I, need to, I was going to text him just to, to say well done, but oh, what, what a party place. And, and your tickets for the panto as well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no he's very good. It just, right. you know, it doesn't make sense. I just look at him and laugh. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, yeah, he's so, he's so. And Paul, your old pal as well. She's, I see her one liners in it. Elaine C. Smith. Oh, and our one liners are yep. sensational and honest to goodness brilliant, brilliant. okay Sorry thank you for that, that plug can we charge the BBC <laughs> for that one James <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait, 17 17 700 football's back the crowds are back because this time last year Barry it was just we're beginning to get back but um, yeah, it's brilliant I mean, you, it? just, you just yep. need to look at the for instance Dundee United last weekend in Europe the mm. atmosphere there Sell I it. thought the yep. the Hibs and Harps um, game yep. yesterday it was just brilliant to see and the atmosphere, the fans chanting, the only thing I didn't like was obviously what happened with things yeah. getting thrown on the pitch, but brilliant to see the fans, because listen, see, without the fans, football's not the same for me. Look at possession at the weekend, I know it's not everything, but uh, Mark, Celtic, 78% possession in the 3-1 win, Rangers, 73% in the 2-0 win, and Aberdeen, 75% in the the trouncing of St Mirren. Yeah. Um, Aberdeen might challenge Hearts for that third spot. Listen, they're having a go. You know, J- Jim Goodman. Uh, Jim Goodman went in, and he had you know three months to to assess things. And you know, he's he's pretty much ripped it up. You know, he, the, the, they've they've cashed in and Lewis Ferguson and Calvin Ramsey. It's given them flexibility in the market. One thing, you know, whatever you think of Dave Cormack, you go back to his time mm-hmm. with Stephen Glass, and then again with Jim. He'll back his managers. You know, he'll do his very very best to to, to give them uh, a budget. And you know, it's probably you look at it now, Paul. Um, you could almost split our leagues very much 
into obviously Celtic and Rangers are by far and away with their budgets but you then look at what Dundee United can, can pay what Hibs can pay what Hearts can pay what Aberdeen can pay and then you've got the other six yeah. you know so you're, you're, you're always going to get three leagues um, uh, with it and that's the way that's the way it should shape up so with anybody in that sort of bottom six if they sort of break through and penetrate and dislodge then it, you know, what a remarkable job they would have done Good point. Neofsky for Aberdeen got two. Leighton Clarkson, it's a great way to come out and loan, mm. isn't it? From yeah, Liverpool. what a strike, Paul. Yeah. What a goal. Terrific. Wonderful finish. Yeah. yeah, he came off the bench and get himself off to the mark like that. Yeah, terrific. And I think the Aberdeen fans, that's what they've been crying out for, uh, just yeah. to go and see their team scoring a few goals and putting a performance on. Luis uh, Lopez, Luis Lopez getting the other one. And Greg Kilty getting the one for St Mirren. Barry, should we be worrying about uh, St Mirren now? Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a tough season yeah. for... For St Mirren, it didn't help with, with Gallagher getting sent off. I thought it was harsh, if I'm being honest with you, the the, the, the penalty. And it's obviously he's going up to his former club, um, which he'll be disappointed in. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be a long season for St Mirren. The thing with the handball, isn't it? It's, uh, he was getting up and it struck his arm and... Did he put the arm on it? Yeah, 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 you hate it if you go down to 10 Listen, the first tackle's a bit yep. naughty long, you know, absolutely. Um, but, the, but the second one just felt a bit unfortunate. And then, you know, for St. Bernard, it's a, you know, what a struggle um, it is uh, after that. Motherwell won St. Johnson too. It looked as though uh, Stephen O'Donnell then, uh, the ball went in, it was 1-1. Looked as though they were going to get a point. It's not to be the case. Um, but Callum will look, will look now to kick on for that. I think they've... They would have been disappointed last week not getting a point. Obviously, Hibs scoring the last yep. minute or so of the, of the game. But that, that's a that's a brilliant three mm. points. Yeah, it was a good and Jamie Murphy, Paul, you know, Man um, of the match. He, yeah, yeah, and he and his strike, you know, for the for the for the opening goal, you know, it's a wonderful finish. He sat, you look at his career, what an intelligent footballer he is, you know, he certainly brought something different to St Johnson um in the final third, taking it up a notch. And um at the back as well, you know, Ryan McGowan. Uh, been a good find in uh, Alex Mitchell, twenty year old on loan from from Millwall. You know, really, really looks the part. And what about that youngster, Stevie May? Stevie May, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, coming off the coming off the bench, and um, you know, a nice wee knockdown from Graham Carey, and uh, and then it went. You know, and, and I think over the ninety minutes, I think St. Johnson um, deserved it. Uh, they they want to kick on. They will. That was um, turning. It was point. a tough. Yeah, it was a tough season for St. John. Look, Callum, I'll be honest. They, they struggled last year. It was it was a real tough one for them but listen they've done what they had to do and, and make sure they, they secured their Premiership status and, and this year they'll look to to get away from that that kind of bottom one or two because um, if you look at their squad there, there is good players in yeah. the St Johnson yeah. squad and look Callum's a good manager we'll go back to the big two in a moment just before that though Barry what about Livy they started well last weekend they gave us the first goal of the new season and Big Nubley was involved in their goal from Montano yesterday winning great strike. at Dundee United wasn't it? great yeah. strike um, 25 yards I think Livingston will okay this year after seeing them in the flesh last week, I was impressed um, defensively how they were they're set up. But also they've got good players, and as you you just men uh, mentioned, they're nobly up up top. They keep him fit. He's a real mm. handful. Yes. I tell you, what, I loved his um, not only the way he holds the ball up a bit, but his weight of pass when he put mm. his boy uh, through his teammate through. Just a lovely weight of pass, split the defence wide open. The boy still scored, um, but you know I thought that was good as well because sometimes you're not sure what could have you know weight of touch that he's got, but that was lovely too. I mean, you look at the six months he had at Arbroath. He was brilliant for Arbroath. And, and look, if he keeps that sort of form up, he's, he's going to be a real menace. How was the hospitality last weekend? 
Yeah, it was good. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. You could go around all the grounds and assess, you know, how you get treated when you're a VIP turning up at the football grounds. Yeah. Come on, VIP. Does David Martindale do that as well? Because he just he runs that club, doesn't he? I remember he came on the show with us uh, last year. Yeah. Um, that, and do you know what? See, looking at his, his squad, he's made a he's made a few signings. Um, and as I said to you, I, I mean, watching him on the touchline, he's a he's a madman on that touchline. Yeah. He's going off his going off his head, and I felt from because there was a bit. Did you know see in the press about oh they, they never against Rangers or, or whatever? You could see his team, his team gave him everything against Rangers. Just with Rangers making the substitutions made a difference. Um, but one thing about Livingston never laid down. They they gave it everything they had. Mark looking at Celtic then. That, I mean that could have been difficult at, at Dingwall, three mm. one win left it kind of a bit late, but. Uh, Wins they never point. give up yeah, yeah win, wins a win and it was difficult you know credit to Ross County they get back into the game um, at one each Joe Hart said to make a I can't remember if it was one each or 2-1 but he's made a brilliant save uh, to his left hand side so yeah it was difficult as Ange Postacoglu said it was going to be but his players um, responded you know that's hope me Aberdeen which can always be a tricky one when you're unfurling the flag 2-0 away to Ross County absolutely uh, a tricky one and uh, they've got it so that, that, that's all you can ask Paul you've just got to just go and win your games whatever's put in front of you you find a way to go and win a game because every team you look at it Barry saying about Davy Martindale at Livingston the week before against Rangers they take the lead against them Rangers get a winning goal the Livy goalie should should save it but we've got some really good coach managers and, and, and coaches at all the clubs and they know and they will make it difficult for Celtic and Rangers particularly on their own patch when Celtic Rangers need to go on their travels whether it's Robbie Nielsen um, whether it's Jim Goodwin whether it's Jack Ross whether it's Callum Davidson you know these guys all know their stuff and they will make it really difficult for Celtic Rangers this season It's going to go all the way Barry isn't it you'd expect Celtic uh, this weekend going to Kilmarnock but to go with great confidence Yeah and I, I would fully expect um, Celtic to, to win the game but you're going down there artificial surface um, I'll probably be Sunshine and mm. I'm I'm pretty well I'm hundred percent sure that Kilmarnock won't water it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, so yeah. they want to make it as tough as possible. Yeah. Um what Livingston done um against Rangers. These are the things these are the obstacles you need to come up against and these are the tough places you need to go and look if you want to be champions, you need to find a way at these places because as Mark says, they'll make it tough. They will and they've got some good players because mm. if you're not on it if you're not concentrated, they have got players at Kilmarnock, at your Hearts, at your Hibs, at your Dundee United's and Aberdeen's that if, you, if you're off it for a split second, they can punish you. Rangers will face St Johnson. But before that, this time tomorrow night, we'll be getting ready for Rangers <laughs> against Union. It'd be hard to believe they go into this two goals down. But Barry, I, I was taken by what you said last Tuesday night, Wednesday just afterwards. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. So, flying back on that Tuesday night, mm-hmm. I'd be thinking we get away with one now. That could have been three or four. Um, Big John McLaughlin make a brilliant save. Tavernier clearing one um, off the line. Look, we cannot talk. Look, it was never a penalty, but you know what? We've not got the, they never had VAR there, so the referee made a ridiculous decision in giving it. But if I'm being honest, Rangers never deserved anything out of the game, and as I said, they get away with one there. So tomorrow night, this is um, it'll take big mentalities and they need to produce um, a top performance if they want to go into the next round against either PSV or Monaco 
here as the manager. Very important because you want to uh, stay in the in the Champions League for the next round as well to be able to qualify for the group stages. We're in it. First game wasn't the result we wanted. We have a home game tomorrow where we can all change it. My objective and my uh, desire is to uh, still be in Champions League next week. And the latest on the fitness? Yeah, well, Ryan had a... Uh, today he did um, some parts of the, the training. He, he joined us. So we have to assess him tomorrow uh, if he's uh, fit enough to uh, to start or even get minutes tomorrow. Morelos, of course, has been uh, a little bit longer with us training. Had also had his first game uh, on Saturday, first minutes again for the season. Yeah, he's there to uh, to take part in the game. Uh, if it's from the start, you know, we just also have to assess him tomorrow. But uh, you know, once we uh, once once the whistle goes, we are uh, we are ready. Mark? I'm just going by that, Paul. I've always felt that Morelos will start on the bench tomorrow night. And going by that comment, unless he's just trying to put you know, a wee bit out there and try and deflect, but it sounds to me like Ryan Kent's going to be on the bench tomorrow. It sounds to me like that's the way it's going to shape up. Now, if that creates that, you know, for Arfield or Scott Wright and Matoro, you know, whatever. But just going by that, I think Kent's on the bench. Along with Morelos. Yes. Yep. Barry, would you agree? Um, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'd be on the phone to him. Mm-hmm. Get up, walk about, how are you? Mm-hmm. How's that ankle? Because yep. if you're telling me you're okay, you're straight in that starting 11, he's so important to Rangers. You could see how he was missed last week. Yeah, he's missed big time. Even if he's not having a great game, he's one of the players that he can come up with that wee bit of magic in the final third. So, listen, he came through the session today. It's all about how the reaction is with the Probably, ankle yeah. in the morning. So, I'm sure there'll be communication first thing. Um, and if he tells the manager that I'm fine, he's in the starting eleven. Did they go away the night before? Even home, yeah, we home we game. did every yeah. European mm-hmm. game, even home games we went away. Um, so I I don't know what what Gio done because I know Stephen Gerrard didn't. Mm-hmm. He went the an day of the game. Yeah, an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't like that. I mean, I would either like to go the night before or sure. see if yeah. you're slept in your own bed I'd like to just relax in my own home Barry what's your scoreline I know 4-1 Rangers after extra time 4-1 be some game Mark what do you reckon Rangers 2-0 winning penalties winning in penalties okay 3-1 it will be 90 minutes 4-1 120 minutes listen thanks so much enjoyed that Paul it was good tonight great tours thank you you do it again Wednesday Barry yep Mark, you'll be back on Friday. Yep, look forward to it. Tomorrow night, Stephen Craig and John Hartson uh, will be back live at five up after the news. It's Joe Kilday. <clears throat> the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.